top shelf fantasy. Week three begins. I hope all of our listeners were smart on the waiver wire, overcame some of those injuries. I hope they were smart in Thursday night football too. <laughs> Start Ryan Fitzpatrick. That, that seems to be the that's move. The, that's the move. I was not smart. I went with the old Minshew start, Ooh, feeling myself. That's uh, gross. This will be uh, Fitzmagic's best game of the year was that one. Uh, it's all I, downhill from here. I could have lived with it Nonsense. without the pick and the uh, the pick and the fumble. You know, that I'm like, fine with it. I'm like 15. <laughs> He rushed one in. Oh, I mean, dude, he looked good. Fitzmagic looked fresh. He looked like a spry 26-year-old in his prime. <laughs> he said uh, two a who. <laughs> Top Shell Fantasy, this podcast 90, September 25th. So we get some news. We're going to recap uh, some of the things that we saw in the Jags-Miami game real quick. Um, TopShellFantasy.com, you'll find a full list of our start and sits. We each got a start and sit of the week that we'll go over. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, go ahead, follow us over there. Lots of injury news. We had a couple guys even today come out. So head over there, follow over there, and you can get some of our uh, updates as well. Um, so I guess let's just let's just talk about it. Fitzpatrick. Fitzmagic. Yeah. James Robinson. He was slinging no, it. Oh. Fitzmagic. Robinson was, well, Robinson was <laughs> great too, but meet James Robinson. Oh, he ran all over, all over the uh, Miami defense that had looked – not terrible against uh, the run up to this point. Not not great, but James Robinson punished him. Like he looked. Yeah, yeah. Good. He also had eight catches for like eighty three yards. That was yeah. most of his he work. He was the top receiver on the team. Most of his work was through the air. Now I think you really saw the Jaguars suffer not having TJ Shark out there. I think it really really hurt what they try to do as a team. And Keelan Cole tried his best. He couldn't do it. He couldn't pull off anything. Chris Conley did not look sharp. D.D. Westbrook t- touched the field finally. Yep. <laughs> did he really? And you know what was one he of the bigger... Catch, uh... like, at the two-yard line, too, and then uh, I don't know what happened. But, I was going to say, you know, one of the bigger shocks of the day was to me is that James O'Shaughnessy uh, seemed more involved at the tight end position than Tyler Eifert, like, by a long margin. Well, I don't know how many people are really keying in on Tyler Eifert anyway, but um, I liked to see uh, that... LaVisha Chenault was being used even a little bit more, too, in a lot of different ways. Yeah, all over the field. Yep. Um, Also, any hopes I think Brita is going to be a thing might have just gotten blown out the window because Gaskins had 22 carries. Um, Gaskin. He was good. Gaskin. Singular. Uh, And Jordan Howard still sucks. Touchdown. Three touchdowns and what was it? 10 carries for 8 yards now? or No, so 16 he, carries for 12 yards. 12, oh yeah. he, three TDs is Jordan Howard's After I line. said that, he actually lost one and lost two. He was at the one-yard line. He couldn't get his fourth touchdown. It is a ridiculous stat line that he has three touchdowns and has gone backwards. Like, and they paid him five mil a year, right? Like I just don't get that. I, I sent it over to you guys. I said, how do you have Miles Gaskin there and say, all right, we're going to bring in Matt Breida and Jordan Howard. We're going to pay both these guys a reasonable salary. And then we're going to play Gaskin anyways. Like, you knew what you had. You knew that you liked him. Apparently, you knew you were going to play him. And now you get two more guys. Like, what's the point? What the hell is the point? Honestly, I'm not sure that they knew what they had, though. Because, like, Miles Gaskin was someone that did play last year, but they also, you know, played Kalen Balazs. So, we we really don't (laughs) know what they really felt like they had. And, And Laird was there, too. And then the first games, they really spread it to every single one of those running backs. All five of them got work. And it really just showed that in this game they decided Gaskin's going to be the guy unless he does something that he should be taken out of the game. He is the guy, and you you could see it at the end of the day in the stat line. I can tell you who's not the guy. It's Kalen Balash, and I'm so glad that he's with Adam Gase and the Jets. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens this um, week. All right, so let's go over some of our start and sits. After our start and sits, we'll do uh, a preview of some of the games. But they these are the guys that I think we feel locked and loaded um, about. Um, it my start of the week is Jonathan Taylor. I've been massively uh, it, just adoring everything that he did in college when he came into the into the league. I thought the Colts were an absolutely great fit for him. Naheem Hines was a thorn in the side in week one. Week two, he came out and absolutely just showed the workhorse mentality. And I just don't see how that changes. I see this game being a very positive game script where they're just going to run the ball over and over again with Jonathan Taylor. And oh, by the way, the guy who was labeled not a pass catcher, his catch percentage is 100%. He's eight catches on eight of his targets. 
It's not a very small sample size either. So, Craig. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of completion percentages, Ryan Tannehill has 70% completion percentage on the entire year. Like, that is not a small number. He's always being looked over by all other types of quarterbacks, and he has six touchdowns and zero interceptions. This is all with playing really without A.J. Brown. So he is, when I look at starts and sits this week, someone on the cusp where apparently uh, only 23% of all Yahoo managers are even starting this guy. Um, you know, he's my start. Uh, of this entire week and he plays against the vikings who have looked pretty poor in the first two two pretty bad pretty 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 bad um i've got my guy uh scary terry terry mclaurin terry mcgiblets terry the man of many names um i got him going against the browns again a defense who has not looked good and kind of on terry mclaurin's side uh, he's not getting a ton of hype this year. He was really kind of the big darling last year. He had a good game last week, so maybe that hype will start to uh, kind of increase with 22 fantasy points. But he put up 22 against the number one ranked passing defense in the league. So he comes to Cleveland with a, a much more favorable matchup. Uh, they're ranked the sixth easiest team against the pass, and I'm really expecting to see a, a, a big day out of him. Uh, I'm really just hoping that Dwayne Haskins can actually hit him with the ball. That's a, that's a big um, limiting factor for Terry. I wish he had Case Keenum still. Ooh, the he'd old be good. Keensky, old Keensky, little dog. My start of the week is Sir Philip Rivers. Um, it's probably not the right pick, but I just do <laughs> one of these per year. I just pick Philip Rivers once, and I gotta get it over with now. But if there's a a game to do it, it's against the Jets. Adam Gase. I mean, he still has one of the best lines in the league he has great running backs Jonathan Taylor I mean he, he's connecting with Taylor in the air so I think if Taylor can even do better in week three in the air then I think Rivers is going to have a great game um Hilton and him have not teamed up yet but we've seen what he's done with Mo Ali Cox Jack was back I know that they lost Camel but I think week three against the Jets is where he's finally going to like produce like a 20-point game and if not, then I'll just move on. <laughs> we'll we'll change it, and I'll edit this all out. Yeah, like it never happened. Um, all right. So now, now who who are we sitting? I'm sitting everything that the Giants have to offer uh, from the running back position. Um, they, <laughs> you know, Craig Craig said it pretty good. They had Dion Lewis and Wayne Gallman as the backup to Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley got hurt, and then they signed a running back. So you clearly have no faith in the guys who were supposed to, and you started the year as the backup to the guy that just got hurt. I'm just, I'm just not starting any of the Giants. I don't think that the Giants necessarily know what they want to do. Um, yeah, have they, have and they it's said the if, Giants. Uh, have they said if Devontae Freeman's going to even play this week? Yeah. They haven't. They haven't said anything specifically. But I'm not willing to go and trot out Wayne Gallman in hopes that he doesn't, and I'm not willing to trot out Devontae Freeman in hopes that he does, and Deion Lewis probably isn't going to do anything. So I'm sitting all the Giants running backs. I'm willing to be wrong about it. I mean, that's that's at the end of the day what it is. And, Craig, you got another you got another newbie. Yeah, and that's well, you know, not goes newbie. off the same, um, you know, new starting running back this year. It's the same thing like Deion Lewis. It's Mike Davis. Uh, I'm sitting him because he's playing up against the toughest, or excuse me, the third toughest, realistically. But I've seen it in uh, my eye that the Chargers are someone to really be reckoned with if you're a running back. I mean, they had, they have not let any running back. This is including Ceh, uh, you know, one of the top talents right now, to not even get uh, over 10 fantasy points. Um, you know, this this is not going to be the same Christian McCaffrey led. Uh, offense, and they're not just going to turn to Mike Davis and make him do the same things that Christian McCaffrey did. And I think a lot of people have skewed expectations on him. And you know, facing something like the Chargers, where you know the Kansas City Chiefs, who had are the reigning you know MVP uh, or not reigning MVP, but reigning Super Bowl champions, couldn't figure out their defense. Then it's not going to be a new head coach with a new quarterback and a new running back. All of it is just it just spells disaster. So I'm sitting Mike Davis. Yeah, to uh, kind of spin off some things that you were saying in there with the Chargers' fantastic defense, my sit of the week is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I don't want you to crucify me off the bat until I get through this whole point, but CEHs look good. I mean, that's a fact. I don't disagree. But he got balled up, like you said, against the Charger defense. And while they're really, really good, they are still ranked lower than the league-leading Raven run defense that they're about to match up with this week. 
So just logically extrapolating from that, I think it stands to reason that CEH is going to run into similar issues in week three. Um, he was able to save his week or save his day last week and get to 10 fantasy points thanks to his work in the passing attack, but he didn't break any of those for huge gains. It was kind of just getting what was there and what was given to him and taking it. Um, I really think this game is going to come down to more of Mahomes versus Lamar, and CEH is going to kind of, I don't want to say be forgotten, but he's just not going to be a big part of the uh, the attack this week, and if he is, he's going to get stuffed at the line. Uh, I just don't have the faith in him, and I think that you have better options. Um, I mean, not, not from anybody you would have picked up this week, but other guys on your bench, because you probably picked him in the first round. You've got a second or third round running back that you can that you can turn to. All right, and my sit of the week is Michael Gallup. Uh, nothing to do with his skill level. I think he's still a very talented uh, receiver in the league, but he's kind of behind CeeDee Lamb now. I, th- I think CeeDee has taken that role as number two with Cooper, or I mean, they're pretty close. The same snap percentage, the, the targets are up there. Gallup has not had over five targets in the first two weeks. Dalton Schultz is getting way more targets than him. Zeke, the running back, is getting carries and more targets than him. I just don't see there being enough um, targets around for him to even, like, his yards per carry is 21. So he has to have those big plays. And can he have a big play for a touchdown? Sure, but I'm not going to bank on it. Right. So that's why he's my sit. Yards per catch. Yes. Yeah. That, that, that is correct. <laughs> I mean, he does carry. <laughs> he catches it, he carries. He carries. So, I mean, t- t- technically. Technically. Um, all right. And, and again, full list, topshelffantasy.com. You can go over there. We have our write-ups on every single one. We have a start and sit for each position. Um, previews. So Texans Steelers, 0-2 Texans, 2-0 Steelers. Wolf Fuller, not on the injury report and going to play, which is big. And Juju's going to play. Um, he did not practice all week. So what are we thinking with that? I mean, over-under for the game, 45.5. Could be a decent little scoring output, but I'm worried about, first of all, Houston. They, do, they don't look good. I'm worried that Pittsburgh is going to – and then I'm, on the flip side, I'm worried that Pittsburgh looks so good that they're going to be up early and that the passers and the receivers, so Big, big Ben and Juju and everybody – oh, Juju healthy, healthy is going to play. Um, they're not going to have huge games because they don't need to. They're up two scores early on. Um, I really think it's it, it could be a game flow – dictated game where maybe James Conner gets a lot of touches. Um, Benny Snell probably even gets involved, but the Houston guys are just kind of overmatched. Yeah. I, I actually have Deshaun Watson as a sit this week. And, and I, I think it's more or less because they need to figure it out and they have their offensive lines been bad. And that's why I'm not playing him. I'm concerned about both Will Fuller and cooks. Um, I like Juju and I like uh, Deontay Johnson in this one. I even like James Conner, who you guys know I don't like. Um, so I, I do see this heavily in Pittsburgh's favor. Yeah, and I mean, to go even further, I think Pittsburgh wins the game, and I have Big Ben as my quarterback sit. That's how quickly I think they're going to overmatch the Texans this week. And it, and a fantastic defense. So Texans don't score, don't score. Pittsburgh does. It's a wrap. Yeah, I'm starting no one there in Houston with any confidence. Yep. I would sit everyone on that team. Agreed. Sit DJ? He's actually my sit of the week for uh... – Running back. That's going to be tough. They have, they have a really um, difficult defense. All right. Bengals and Eagles. Somebody's getting a win. And unfortunately, I probably have my money on uh, the Bengals and Joe Burrow. Um, Jalen Rager, thumb surgery, out six to eight weeks. Oh, I should mention um, our degenerate betting line. We, we've we've uh, worked with two other uh, members of the, uh, the Top Shelf fam. Um, and we're calling them the the degenerates, which might actually be a copyright somewhere. I have a feeling, but that we'll just we'll call it that for now. They're the the the, sh- the, the degenerate shelfies. Is that yeah. fine? Yeah, I'm that? fine okay. with that. Um, and you'll hear them hear us reference them. Baldy was actually on our podcast last year. Um, he was, yep, yeah. And then uh, a newer newer guy to the well, family, Mahoney's, Mahoney. Mahoney's in the listener league. In the listener league, yep. And they they collabed, and then they collabed with us, and here we are with a. Yeah. We've got we've got betting odds for the Shelfies now. So in odds play, which I'm still not sure that I fully understand what it is, and I text Baldy in each of the again, they sent us write ups on exactly, you know, their their thought process and everything, topshelfantasy.com. Um, but they have a plus one eighty odds line on the Bengals Eagles in favor of the Bengals taking uh winning the game. 
So basically, you spend a hundred bucks, right, Corey? You get a hundred and eighty. So um, that that's one of them. We have four sprinkled out through here. But Jalen Rager, thumb injury, out out six to eight weeks. Yet they still haven't put him on the IR, which like as a fantasy owner, it's pissing it's me pissed, off. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> what you like, like if I cut him, you're just gonna be like, ah, oh, no, he's fine. Like you, you'll be back in like three weeks. So. Yeah, I mean, this is this this is where we are with the Bengals Eagles. I don't know how much we want to talk about it, but there's a lot of fantasy pieces I think that go around here. Uh, and Craig, I know that you probably have a handful. I mean, we've got this, plenty of shares of Miles Sanders. Yes, we there. all have shares of Sanders, and I think he actually does have a decent game. Um, and they they are the Bengals. Um, I I think this is the week that Zach Ertz finally. Um, you know, starts to break through the stat line and, you know, beat off what he's done the first two weeks. <laughs> He'll beat it right so off. So immature, sorry. Um, and, but but then but on the, on the opposite side Parker's of that. 69-yard catch. <laughs> sorry, Greg. On the opposite side of that, too, though. Uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to continue like like I can get back on track. Um, I, I would expect, you know, a good passing game out of Burrow as well. And I know, I know Corey, you have a good feeling on that, too. Yeah, Burrow's my quarterback start of the week for – Really, I'm starting all of the Bengals that I can get my hands on in this matchup. If even win, lose, or draw, if you're going to throw the ball 60 times a game, I'm into it. Like, let's go. Mixon should have more space to run as well if they can get that passing attack going. Flipside Eagles, I don't know. I'm, I'm, we're at the point now. We're, we're trying to not start Carson Wentz. Like, well, we talked. We were talking about this before you got here, Scotty. I'm like, he's. We, we should probably just cut him. And one quarterback. And in one quarterback league, I mean, if yeah. you have the spot to. Put him on your bench, sure, keep him. But if not, move him, like it's time pick to up Big on. Ben. Uh, hopefully, you picked up Burrow or Tannehill before Dude, that. The way that right. this year is going, I'd rather just so, get a handcuff than so, rather have Wentz on the bench. Yeah, unfortunately. So we'll make a live transaction. We'll drop Wentz in the listener league and pick somebody else. I up, already right? dropped him in the vampire, vampire in the yeah. vampire yeah. league. I already dropped him for Tannehill. Um, all right, 49ers, Giants, 49ers, one on one, Giants, zero and two. This is the lock of the week. From our degenerate gamblers, with San Francisco at minus one ninety five. So again, you bet a hundred dollars that San Francisco wins this game outright, regardless of covering the over under. Why are you shaking your head? Is that incorrect? No, you're good. You're good. Okay, all right. So you pick San Francisco to win the game, regardless of the over under. At a hundred dollars, you make one ninety five. You make ninety five. What? I, you know, I don't. I, I don't. I, I need to be more of a degenerate, apparently. <laughs> Um, it's but again, <laughs> uh, Devontae Freeman signed with the Giants. Debo on track to start practicing next week, so he's not going to be available. But then George Kittle's out, Raheem Mostert's out, uh, Tevin Coleman's out, and he's looking like he's going on the IR. Jimmy Garoppolo's out. So the 49ers offense has just gone to absolute shit. Giants really haven't ever had anything. So we well, can go around the table and talk about it. Too, but, so. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I like uh, I like a few pieces that the Giants have. Um, I don't particularly think that this week is the week that I'd like to play anything from them and really start them with confidence. Um, but uh, same with the Niners. I mean, I'm not starting with confidence, but I, I do like what I see that, you know, the backfield is going to get work. You know, that's the thing. It's like there's not uh, a game that goes by that the San Francisco running back doesn't put up fantasy points. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I do like McKinnon this week but like tom said i think craig your sit of the week is giants running backs no tom's is is giants running is backs. Lewis, right? i didn't even know that i just missed it because it said giants running backs didn't compute but yeah i also had chose to sat Dion Lewis. yeah it, definitely a wait and see approach on that um nick mullins is gonna start this week unfortunately no kittle because that's where kittle started to make it big was with nick mullins and now they've they won't be able to play it together. So, other than that, I, I don't know if I'm starting any receiving core. Or, I mean, I know Jordan Reed had a huge week, too, but I can't bank on him doing that again. Yeah, I, I, we talked about I'm it. I'm not going back to Jordan Reed. No way. Yeah. It's been enough years. <laughs> well, quite honestly, he had a great week last week, so now he's due for a huge injury. Like, right. They, they, right. History tells us that. Anyway. He, he might get a concussion during the walkthroughs. <laughs> honestly. Oh. Uh, Radio, Raiders... The Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders. 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 2-0. Yeah. <laughs> Mind you. Patriots 1-1. Spread of the week. Pats to cover the 5.5. Uh, spread. And then the prop bet. Pats to win by 7-12 to 12 points. At $100 bet. Nets you 310. So I did the math there. Yeah. Net, yeah. Nets you. That's correct. Yeah. 
Um, Meh. But there's quite a bit of injury news on this one as well. So we have Julian Edelman, who was limited. Um, I would expect Julian Edelman to play, but James White still did not practice on Thursday due to personal reasons, obviously. His father passed away. Um, I don't know that he's going to be at the game. I don't think anybody knows. So I, if you have James White, just plan on him not being there. I'm treating him as an out. He's, yeah, uh, I think he's in Miami with his mom still, who's still in critical condition. Yeah. So why come back to play football, man? It doesn't matter. And even if he does, actually, you might have to quarantine. So yeah, that's true. Well, we'll see. Who knows? But yeah. uh, Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, neither of them showed up for – I thought that uh, Tuesday through Thursday was pad practice and Fridays were walkthroughs. But they were back on Friday, so they didn't practice the entire week except for Friday – and then rugs got ruled out, like surprisingly. So, was it a hammy? I don't know what the injury was. I just got the Henry Rugs was ruled yeah. out. So um, we can Google that with the internet. Um, but um, the internet. But yeah, I mean, but again, like, hold on, I'll jump on the line. <laughs> all right. Um, Patriots. I love Cam. I think we all love Cam. Absolutely. Cam. Well, Cam I don't. I don't, I don't know if you, I don't know if we sit him anymore. I don't think you do. I think there's a game to sit him. It was no. Seattle. And, and he beasted and he that game. Balled out. Also, Ruggs was knee slash hamstring. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Cam Newton, I'm on the hype train. I'm conducting it. I'll see you there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the leader. Follow me. And no running backs on the Patriots. Correct. Yeah. We assume Jace Wett's out. Edelman, fine. Nikhil, I still kind of want to wait and see. I'm still so suspect on all the Patriots. I'm receivers. suspect on them, but the Raiders don't have the best corners. That being said, they just locked up the Saints. So you... I'm playing like ping pong in my mind here. Like, I don't, or was it was a pong? Is that the, that's the name of the game? From, the old like, Atari. Atari, yeah. <laughs> um, but personally, I'm probably starting to kill Harry. Based on if you draft him, drafted him, and you have him on your squad, you probably drafted him to be like your flex play or maybe your second flex spot. So I'm probably playing him. To be honest with you, if if Cam's gonna give him the the work he did last week, the looks, the way the Patriots used him. I mean, he was all over the field. He was outside in the slot in the backfield a couple times, like running sweep jet sweeps like they want to use the guy i i don't know i, I think i want to follow suit and just kind of see where it gets me that's fine that's fine yeah i don't think there's many fantasy options in this matchup um vikings trying to get their first win which i did not think i'd be saying in week three uh but vikings versus uh the uh titans at the vikings um, AJ Brown ruled out again. Jesus yeah, which Christ. is crazy. And then we have the note that Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs didn't practice, but neither of them are on one of those teams. So <laughs> that was probably my bad. But yeah, so no AJ Brown again for the Titans. But if you told me that AJ Brown would sit two games in the first, or well, I guess he sat one game and was barely used in the first one, and the Titans would be two and zero, I would have been like, no, no chance, no, no I way. I mean, hell. them getting Clowney was, a, I think, a fantastic yeah. pickup yeah. too, and that defense is still. Um, top tier in my yeah. mind. The reason why too is this: this guy we may have heard of him, Corey Davis, somehow is now relevant again. He's a Devonta Parker of last year. It's very yeah. I mean, could, can, can, he, can he get comeback player of the year if he like just, just disappeared so, last year? So if we want to pause on this for a second though. When AJ Brown comes back, he's still going to start Corey Davis. Yes. I'm, I don't, I'm not. I have no I, idea. I can't anymore. give you an answer yet. Right. Come yeah. this week if he balls out because he did pretty well week one with aj brown i know aj brown was kind sure, of banged up right. but if he comes out this week and you know balls out when aj brown comes back tannehill's not gonna be like all right aj brown's back by davis no he's, he's gonna spread it out and i think they're both could be uh, startable but I, I think it's kind of wait and see what davis does in week three yeah i mean just with the the production he's given you so far i would start him but like you said if he comes out and gives you a dud in week three Changes everything. I mean, if Johnny Smith is the focal point, then AJ Brown comes back, and maybe it's AJ and Johnny. You know, you never know. Right. But the Vikings also look like doo doo, so they should all have great games. And, right. that, and that, that was something else too, right? Like, I love Dalvin Cook, but they've looked so bad. They haven't used Dalvin that much. I mean, Kirk what Cousins was last week with like the total yards for the Vikings? Uh, it, I don't it know. Was, like, I went below hundred, right? Like Kirk Cousins was like what eleven yeah. of almost thirty passes for like ninety something yards. He was terrible. He was terrible. If he can't figure it out, and he probably won't because the Titans have a good defense, I mean, I'll be shocked if the Titans aren't 3-0 and coming out of this week. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the Vikings, um, you know, on offense, I would I would say that Thielen's good. 
to go um, outside of that. I, I don't. I mean, I've cooked. Sure. Yeah, you're still gonna. Yeah, start you're starting cook. Um, and, and and you know, Thielen should be able to get his work in. Um, but it, it does look like it could be an ugly game, and it could be a big Derrick Henry game. Cook has not had over 15 carries this season. He has 113 yards. You know what else? I'm he kind has a of contract uh, now. He's fine. <laughs> the other thing I'm kind of surprised by is we have not seen Kyle Rudolph or Irv Smith even like mentioned in a stat line. Usually by now you've had at least one Kyle Rudolph like three touchdown game. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think, again, it's at the end of the day, they want to run the ball. I mean, Alexander Madison's getting involved. But the good thing for Delvin Cook, he's getting touchdowns. He's getting three touchdowns. Um, all right, next next game here. Uh, I love how there's no notes. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the Browns and the football really team. I don't really want to talk about them. Uh, the Washington football team and the Browns. So Yep, Haskins, <laughs> not Chubb, even worth starting. I would say, yeah, Chubb and Hunt for sure. Jarvis Landry, maybe. Um, OBJ now, I think, after last week. Yeah. I don't know, though. It's, I really don't know. They have had... they have a top had 36 a, wide receiver, I think. Yeah. He's hands down a top 36 receiver. To be fair, it's actually your point, Corey. I'll let you make it. Because I read yeah, it right up. Yeah, they, they had let up one touchdown uh, to wide receivers, and it was to DeAndre Hopkins. The rest of them have had less than four fantasy points. Granted, it's week two, but the defense has actually really shown up. They've They've been a very good surprise. And I think... They're going to be a tough matchup against Baker, who is just trash when he plays a good team. I think Chase Young could be uh, making a few introductions to Baker Mayfield this this week. It'd be fun. Not so pleasant introductions. <laughs> Can we see this game? Is this one being broadcast in here? He's <laughs> going to be blacked out. <laughs> that that won't even be in red zone. <laughs> All right, Rams two and zero, Bills two and zero. I hate the Rams. Uh, John Brown's limited. Um, he's expected to play, uh, but he's got a foot injury, so that's that's not great. But good for Diggs. Zach Moss is a surprise out, uh, which again I feel like there's been a lot of surprise outs. Like we're getting these like updates. Oh, this guy's out, and we're like, what? Like, well, like as far as from? I knew, it was full practice, full practice out. Right. What? Uh, <laughs> the thing and is, Cam Akers is ruled out. There's so many injuries that we might have seen that he was hurt, but he's below all those top 16 guys that got hurt. So, like, Crowder last week just came yeah, out true. of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, his he's just not a high-profile player, so his news got buried. Yeah, I mean, and then this game is almost a pick em. It's Buffalo with a, a point and a half. So, that's that's razor thin, 46 and a half over and under. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I will not – I don't want to touch this. I don't want to touch this This is this a pretty game. gross – Two two and O teams like they're yeah. doing something right, but it's not that pretty. I mean, Josh Allen's been pretty, yeah, yeah. But the Rams are two and O, and they're still scary to start. Like Kim Akers is out. Are you trusting Daryl Henderson this week? Yes, I would too this week because of the finger injury too that Malcolm Brown um, has. I mean, yeah, he, they say he's going to play, but I mean, it's still your running back. It's a finger. You, you have to hold. You have to hold the ball. <laughs> right. I got it. This is not like a quarterback on your non-throwing hand. hand. Like. <laughs> Yeah, and then Buffalo side, you're starting Josh Allen 100%. You have to. Singletary, obviously, now that he's the only running back. Diggs. And Diggs. And, and John Brown. I'm going to start him. If John Brown plays, I'm starting him. He's yeah, been I mean, you're, and you're, yeah. you're going to start. Two top ten receivers so far. Wouldn't think that would be the case. Right? All right. Seriously, who who would have called that? <laughs> you know what? We, now I want to do this game. <laughs> we thought uh, we thought Goff was going to have two top ten receivers. He's oh. got two bottom, so bottom th- 30. There's a good question. Would you start Woods? And or cup, and or both. If I knew who Tre'Davious White was going to be on, right, I wouldn't be playing. <laughs> <laughs> right, because <laughs> that's what it's been with the Bills. He's just he's a shutdown corner. Now is he one of those half of the field guys like Richard Sherman used to be? The I don't know. Be I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, all right, me neither. Um, all right, Bears Falcons. Yeah. It looks like Julio's. Yeah, he's okay. So th- this is this is honestly pretty big news. If Julio is active. This is the only news we, we have for these teams, just so everybody's aware. Julio Jones has been missing practice all week with a hamstring injury. If Julio Jones plays, do you trust him? No. <laughs> I don't because I actually even noticed it on a play last week where the cornerback was like 15 yards off of him, and he you know took like these four giant like high knee steps to, to get to him. It was I mean, the quarterback, uh, Matt Ryan, was already throwing the ball to someone else. Like He didn't even get to his cut i'm like you look so slow like he's hurt he's hurt he's visibly hurt 
that being said, if he plays, I'm playing him. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so you hard just sit to there and you it's just so go, hard it's so to sit Julio. It's Julio. He's huge. He gets the ball in the red zone. He doesn't have to run that much. He can just jump one time. You're but not going to hurt your hamstring jump, and you're going to hurt it running. I think things are different this year because they have Calvin Ridley is and really Russell taking Gage over. Is, and Gage he's, he's taking over. Gage oh, is, if Gage Gage doesn't and play, hurts. Gage is, is a shoo-in. And that's that's why I think that they may if they do I, I personally I think they sit him, um, but you know if if they I think it's dumb to play him, but it would yeah. be a realistic. And regardless if he plays or not, uh, I have Hurst as my tight end right. start of the week in this matchup. If he doesn't go, Hurst should have a big role. All right, so around the table, Julio's active. Everybody's active. Russell Gage or Julio? Gage, Gage. Why do I have to pick? You pick one. Russell Gage is a flex play. Um, but yeah, I'll pick Gage if they're both active and I have I have to pick Gage. Okay. I pick Julio. I'm not seeing Julio ever. Yeah, I would Regardless. probably I would probably it's take so the chance on Julio, but I don't I don't like it. Especially I mean, with how hot Gage is. I mean it's 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 true. I might be trying to get cute and play, you know, play the game. No, but, but I mean I, at the same time I think that it's a legitimate I mean, Russell Gage was a waiver wire pickup, so I think that a lot of teams might actually be facing that question. So just interesting. Well, I mean, honestly, like my, my dynasty team, I have both. If Julio sits, well, if Julio sits, I'm sliding and Gage, and I'll play a flex play. But if they both go, I might still pull Julio and just play Gage and say. Or you might need to play them both because of how deep that league is. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just picked up this uh, this stud, but we'll talk about him later. Okay. Um, Panthers, Chargers. So we missed this one in the news. Um, Tyrod Taylor has a punctured lung. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it wasn't because of a football play. It was because of his medical doctor trying to inject cortisone into his rib. But he missed, to went to the, he missed the ribs and went to the lung. Imagine being yeah. like, you're a team doctor. <laughs> I assume you have a medical degree. Yes. Guys, guys, my hand slipped. No, it's but he uh... stayed at a Holiday Inn resort last night. <laughs> <laughs> um, you owe us for that plug, Holiday Inn. Jokes aside, I loved what I saw from Herbert. I I mean, he's my sleeper of the week, too. Just because I think if he does well again this week, I don't see them bringing back Tyrod. He almost beat the Chiefs. He almost beat the Chiefs. Yeah. They went into overtime. They should have won, but to take... It's a great defense, and Herbert ran one in. He looked very you know comfortable, and he said, that's a lot of fun. And he, and he had a blast. So I think that helps the entire offense, too. Yeah, and as long as he plays it safe and and keeps the turnover ratio down, uh, then he's you know I don't know what he had for turnovers in the game uh, last week, but um, I don't see him trying to do too much, and I, and I think that they'll get the ball to Keenan Allen. He's a start. I think you get him to Hunter Henry. I mean, it's really going to be touchdown dependent on him, but uh, the running backs are going to be in for a good one, and I really feel good about all my Chargers. But on on the Panther side, I don't know if. Anyone else wants to jump in on the Chargers, but on the Panther side, I'm I'm definitely like miffed on who I want to actually play in this game. Totally miffed, bro. Uh, I'm gonna probably definitely play Robbie Anderson. Yeah, that's, that's about it. <laughs> Robbie and DJ. I would play Robbie and DJ. Yeah. Um, What's there? Yeah, I guess that's about it. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I've heard that word. No, it's a, it's a word. I love it. I just haven't heard it in a while. Um. Jets Colts. Um. I refuse to talk about the Jets. Oh, um, uh, just real quick. The guy that I was telling you I just picked up as a stud, Chris Hogan. Jamison Crowder, Brashad Perriman down. Chris Hogan's in. Boom. Let's go. I hate Who's the other guy there? Braxton? Braxton. Braxton. Old yeah. Patriot players. Oh, God. We're going we're gonna to regret those cuts. Gase <laughs> figured out a strategy. Just pick up the Patriots runoffs. <laughs> yeah. It and worked uh, for bench, Bell. <laughs> bench all of your – put all of your good starters on IR, get them all hurt, and then play all the Patriots. So groups. long story short, don't start any Jesters player. I would start any player. I would start Chris Hogan. He had ten point two or something points last week on ten targets, twelve or twelve targets, ten catches. See, I'd start him in like a DK, like a cheap, cheap option DK. But it's season long. I'm not sure if I can start him. Like, that's fair. I'm just thinking a, like a deep 12, 14 team league oh, with an extra flex spot finishes at ten to twelve yeah. points in PPR. I mean, if you're a Julio owner, I think you just have to be really, a... really realistic about your expectations for him. He's not going to give you thirty. He'll right. give you ten on a good day. If yeah. that helps you in your league make a judgment if it does if you're in a eight team league no he's not worth even looking at i feel like you're talking yourself into starting him in a eight team league <laughs> i'm um, going to do it um all right you know, or julio and <laughs> on the on the cold side uh jack doyle uh questionable but he looks like he's a long shot 
Craig, my boy, Moali Cox had a massive game. That's a big hit to him. He's a he's a big guy, man. He's, he's a, a big boy. He's, he's what is he listed? I don't know if he's listed at six eight, but I know I've seen a Colts practice picture, and he's just he's towering than, than over people. Rivers, right? Rivers is what six six. Yeah, he's <laughs> fucking tower, dude. Yeah, he's a big boy. All right. Other than that, of course, we are talking about Jonathan Taylor and Rivers. So I think we're what about uh, Ty. T.Y. has a lock for me. In a Still, yeah, I think I think you play him. I think a lot of the question this week would be Naeem Hines, and I would say that you would sit Naeem Hines because I don't expect the Colts to try and chase or they're going to be passing a lot. I expect the Colts to be up a lot and the Jets to you know, turn not, it over every time. You're not playing any other Colt receivers? Um, Zach Pascal to take Michael Pittman? Michael no. Pittman, no. They're the same kind of thing. I need no, to I, wait I and you. see. I feel you. I think this is my make or break week, though, for T.Y. If he doesn't come out and give me a decent performance, I'm either shopping or I'm resitting him. So, you're tough to shop him. T.Y. was sell low. T.Y. was regrettably a non-buy-low candidate for me on our last podcast. I would buy the hell out of T.Y. Hilton right now if I could. Not the dynasty contract he put him on. You don't do you only want thirty six bucks a year? <laughs> what are you dumb? But <laughs> I eat thirty five of that. I think in a, I think in a season long play, Ty is a good pick. Um, all right, Buccaneers and Broncos. So Rob Gronkowski comes out and says that he went to Tampa Bay to block and he got four targets, which is four more targets than he expected to see. Something tells me Rob Gronkowski is going to get the ball a lot this week. Um, but Arians came out and said that he views him as a blocker. Arians being a coach that typically sticks to his word. And doesn't use tight ends ever. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Ronald Jones is my number one running back. Um, right. Well, the, exactly. Yeah. Blake, <laughs> Blake Bortles uh, gets signed by the Broncos. Yeah, so he's, he's inevitably going to be taking over Drew Locke's spot. Do you think that he's the backup to Driscoll or he is going to be the starter eventually? Maybe Probably not this week. When I mean, we I mean, Driscoll. He's I I don't know I'm just he I wants think, to be I the backup I think it's reassurance <laughs> for the fact that like so Drew Locke's injury they're they're double checking it in two weeks and there's a very good shot at that two week like mark eight they weeks go. right so they they say it's gonna be anywhere between two to eight or two to six whatever you whatever you read but they said at the two week mark if it's not healing they're gonna have to do surgery and he's gonna be have to be out for the year so yeah. they they wanted to get some sort of backup or another type starter in there and Blake Borders was probably one of the better ones left on the free agency oh, market. Yeah. He, he he's buying a tin of skull and just dipping a tin of skull each game. He's he's going to have the time of his life. Oh, yeah. Um okay, all right. Well, we got a couple more injuries in this one. Uh Philip Lindsay was back at practice, which is promising for fit Lindsay owners because he was heavily involved in week 1. Judy has a rib injury, which is a bit concerning given you know the news of Cortland Sutton being out for the year. Judy was a big, a big guy for us. Hopefully, so, the Broncos don't hire the uh, Chargers medical doctor to come help him out before the game. <laughs> hey, buddy! You want, hey. You want to put some cortisone in? KJ, KJ Hamler's like, hey, uh, can you can you come over to Denver real quick? <laughs> give me I want to play. Give me some That's a time. typical Bill doctor. Belichick's. <laughs> I got a place for you. <laughs> um. Okay. So I do. I guess there's. Really, not too much. I mean, your obvious plays there. Lions, Cardinals, Christian Kirk, surprise out. Um, and then yeah, he, I didn't know he was hurt. Yeah, well, I knew it, he was it came out of nowhere. I think that's one of those classic. Like I've had a couple really bad games, so I'm obviously hurt. Now I need to take a game well, off. And, it's, and it, it very well easily could be just like you know, you don't have a preseason and something tightens up with at the towards the end of a game and going into practice, it gets aggravated. However, big news. Kenny Galladay looking to make his season debut this week. Please, please, we're <laughs> we're so sorry, Kenny. <laughs> the the only thing for me is, could you wait another week and make sure that you stay healthy? Like, don't push yourself to come back against the Cardinals. I think he waited long enough. I think <laughs> I think so too. You're zero and two. I think you got to get him back. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I think uh, it's really just going to help the entire offense. It's not even like even if he's not a hundred percent and he's out there, he's going to take targets. Or um, you know, take um, coverage away. Pressure, for, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know what? If he waits a week, he just has to play the Saints anyway. So just come back against the Cardinals. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if there's a week, it's a good thing you already made if, that. If, if, it, if it was another week and you got the tra- Jaguars, I'd say yeah, wait. Just you know, come back, have put up forty points. But, all right, uh, Tom, did you skip the Cowboys? Cowboys Seahawks. Yeah, we. Oh, did, did, did I skip yeah, the Cowboys? Uh, Seahawks? I'd like to talk about that a little oh, bit. Oh man, yeah, I like that game. Okay, we can we can talk about the Cowboys Seahawks. A weird Absolutely one with zero news, no injuries at all on either side. That's 
unheard of in this NFL season. Oh, actually, no. we just, I'm, just, just I'm just trying to think. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I talked if about... If somebody from this game gets hurt, I'm a this Z- is on us. I'm a Zeke owner. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, it's fine. I, I mean, I talked about Gallup as my sit, but everyone I mentioned, like CeeDee Lamb, Cooper, Zeke, are obvious starts. I know Schultz, I can't believe in the hype. I know Dow, that's your sit of the week for a tight end, Schultz? Yes. Both. Yeah, and I, I would... It. Uh, and I, would, I mean, it, it's so hard to start him with Jamal Adams, Jamal Adams, Bobby Wagner. I don't, I don't want a tight end facing them. Sorry. Yeah, that's that's very true. And I would expect um, this week too that the Seahawks actually uh, change a little bit of going away from the run to more of a pass, like kind of what you saw last week, and you know spreading that out. I think that there could be an, another one of those games if the Cowboys are going to be you know putting up big points all season long, and you know. Seahawks, I think, are, have the ability to do that, too, with Lockett and Metcalf. I think it's going to be a really fun game to watch. I am going to live and die by the CD wide receiver start from now to the end of the year. So, Like I said, I, th- I think he's the clear. Just everybody get ready for He's that. the clear, too, if not him and Cooper back-to-back. And I think Gallup's, unfortunately, the, uh, the odd guy out. Um, Packers Saints. I don't think I skipped another one. No, you're no, good. You're no, good. no. Yeah. Um, Packers Saints. Michael Thomas was ruled out, which we expected. I think a lot of people had their fingers crossed that he was going to come back. Um, and Devontae Adams is doubtful, which... This changes the landscape of both teams tremendously. Mm-hmm. Yep. It also ruins a really, really good matchup. Like, well, like It's still going to be a good sure. game. I mean, on paper, that's why it was, it was Sunday night. Because, like, yeah. oh, God, Breeze, MT, Adams, Rodgers, and now... Now it's Traquan Smith versus... Alan Lazard slash MVS. <laughs> You're right. That sounds so much gross. Like, like, that, did, I mean, like that line that made, you said before made me so happy. It's funny you said Trey Smith, not even Emmanuel Sanders, because Emmanuel Sanders yeah. looked like a lost cause. He was cause irrelevant. Lost cause. And I said this coming into the season. I said, listen, Emmanuel Sanders is going to get drafted, but I've never seen Drew Brees support two wide receivers in an offense at a high level. And here we go. I mean, Sanders does not look comfortable out there. It's just well, he's the presumed one though. That and I think that's that's my biggest issue right now is that this is where Emmanuel Sanders should be shining. I just think and, he doesn't play yeah. that style of the one that Breeze has always had. He's not a Marcus Colson. He's not uh, Michael Thomas. He's not that big body guy. He's a slot guy. So he's more comparable to what you've seen Ted Ginn do and Willie Sneed do in those offenses. And that's not been a stud. Ever. I mean, and Jared Cook's here too. And, and yep. to give Craig's, uh, Craig, Craig's, Craig props, Traquan Smith looks like, you know, when MT's out, he is he's oh. the lead wide receiver to own. Craig said to pick up Traquan Smith, and we all laughed in his face. Oh my God. There was, that, there was, <laughs> you guys, you guys even dropped him off the team after I had already picked him up. <laughs> like, no, we're not playing this garbage. I'm like, Okay, Wait, guys, MT's out a second week in a row. Say it with me. Trey Smith. And I said nothing. <laughs> no, I mean, he'll only be good when Michael Thomas is gone. Like, same thing with Quintez Cephas is not going to be anything now that Kenny Galladay is back. And that was in the last matchup. But um, Trey Smith is not going to be someone that you hold on to after Michael Thomas comes back. So the question I have for you guys, if, if Devonta Adams does sit, do you start Alan Lazard, MVS, or both? I think I'd start both. I think I think you kind of have to. I think that the Saints and the Packers are going to have a high scoring. I, I know I know that Rodgers just wants to put up as many points as possible. Aaron Jones is you know someone that's going to you know go for a home run. So I think that both teams are going to have the ball evenly, and I think it's going to be a very fast paced game. I look forward to it. I'm an MVS guy because I own him, and I have to play him now that Kirk and Rager are hurt. So. Go MVS. <laughs> um, all right, last one. This is gonna be a this fun is one. this is gonna be yeah exactly. This is a fun one. Uh, but week one, Sammy. Week one, Sammy. Week one, Sammy. Is he in concussion protocol? He again, is. Still? He's still in the concussion protocol. But is not it different for him? Is but... it different for him because he's not even a human? <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean he's part. No one has a brain. Um, yeah, I mean both two and two teams. Somebody's handing him a, a loss. Uh, you know. Uh, 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 Rematch of the AFC. It wasn't AFC championship. The, the AFC championship. Excuse me. No, because oh, no, the Titans no. got that. It was a rematch of something, wasn't it? Just a really good game last season. Am I just yeah. brain farting? That no, hard? What, no, what it was is everyone had expected. It I to just be shoot the them in, and I just blocked well, that entire. This is more like Titans everyone thinks out. is going to be the AFC ch- ch- championship game this, this year. year it's going to be right. AFC divisional game. I don't know. 
I don't the think pa- that the Pats played the Titans. They oh no, the Chiefs they had a bye. They didn't face last year. Oh, because they the have two buys now. But Scotty's right. I mean, I think this is everybody who presumes to be in the in the playoffs. So, yeah. I mean, this is a fantastic game. Start all of them on every side. Everybody you got. I mean, hammer them out there. Give it everything you got. Everything. Minus Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Don't start him. He's a bum. I'm starting. Um, I have to. I am looking <laughs> around. That's I would. St- I would. I mean, you're starting the hill. The 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 um, Kelsey. Kelsey. You're you're not gonna. <laughs> so uh, Scott, <laughs> great point. Probably not Hardman. I would say. I would say Marquise Brown, and then and then uh, would you do both Ingram and J.K. Dobbins? I mean, I think uh, that was to this point. I think you have to. I'm yeah. considering a Gus Edwards flex play in a lot of leagues, but yeah, it makes me physically ill that I'm considering it. Craig, who would you if you had to pick two of the three? Who would you pick? Of uh, I, uh, two of the three, well, then it's Ingram and J.K. Dobbins. But um, agreed. I I think that this could be a game where you could play both on the same team and be okay. Um, I think that that's what the Ravens are going to do is is you know showcase their offense, and the Chiefs for Chiefs are going to showcase their offense. It's Monday Night Football. I'm sure there's some sort of directive the NFL told them to do. Scotty, yeah. you start both uh, J.K. and Ingram. Yeah, I would. Will you start Gus Edwards? No. I have him in a couple weeks. I would not even trust You, you that. watch. He's going to be the guy that gets the two touchdowns. It's I'm just really great. Even if he leads the team in carries, I just, like, I just can't do it. He's not going to get the touchdowns. It's so hard, but you saw last week he had what, seven yards a clip or something like that. And if he busts one of those – I mean, every running back on the team had a 30-yard gain last year. I think. Well, I think – or last week, rather. And I think Mark Ingers was like 20 – like five. So – one of those to the house is, is huge points. It's Greg Roman way. Yeah. I love it. I hate it for yeah. fantasy, but I love watching it. That, that Patty Ricard. Yeah. <laughs> Patty Dark Ricard. Dark rather. Um, we, I mean, we could probably go through our dart throws too, but why don't we go through our sleepers um, and just kind of go through the, uh, <laughs> go, go through each of our sleepers. Thanks, Again, Paul. they'll be up on the, <laughs> are you guys ready? You guys ready? Okay. Now one at a time, put your hands up. Um, so my sleeper of the week is Antonio Gibson, um, and and again write ups and everything like this will be on on the website. Um, but there's just been nothing but positivity that has flown around Antonio Gibson since the day he was drafted to when the team cut AP, and now you start looking at the stat lines week over week. You're seeing more and more involvement in the offense. It's week three. It's early in the season, but I think this might be the time that you can start thinking about playing. Antonio Gibson as a flex play. And if you're desperate, I mean, I don't think that there's a worse flex play at all. Uh, that's why Gibson's my sleeper. Uh, I don't even have a list of sleepers in front of me, so I don't even know who you guys have. But, Craig, I'll, I guess you can take yours. Yeah, I'll go into mine. Um, I had kind of hinted at it a little bit. I mean, the San Francisco 49ers are going to use their running backs. And, and this one, um, you know, I think I think it's pretty obvious. You know, McKinnon's gotten more work over Jeff Wilson right now. But I think this week, for whatever reason, I think – uh, well, I'll, I'll give you what I believe. Jeff Wilson, he's my sleeper. And I think that, um, you know, the team really does like him. He's been around for a couple of years. I think the uh, the team's going to use both. You know, they like to use both running backs. They like to use three. Uh, the Giants have also been really piss poor. Uh, they've allowed 100 uh, all-purpose yards to both the running backs that they've seen uh, this season. Um, and, you know, I would expect – you know, the Niners to pass a little bit more um, to the running back than they have um, because there's really not much more they can do uh, or pass anyone else. I know Wilson is a good pass catching back as well, and I think he'll get some more increased work on that end as well. So I think Jeff Wilson has a, has a good shot this week to put up a good stat line. Yeah, I mean, Corey. I don't think you can go wrong with the San Francisco backfield ever. So uh, I've got I, – I talked about my sleeper a little bit already, Chris Hogan. Um, I just think he's a sneaky great player right now that nobody's even looking at. You have Crowder and Perriman both out this week for the Jets. Darnold looked at Hogan last week early and often. Eight targets, six catches, 75 yards, 10.2 fantasy points, and half-point PPR. He finds the end zone. You're looking at a 16-point week. That's a fantastic game for a guy that is 0% owned in Yahoo leagues right now. So if he pops off for 10 to 12 points and you needed a desperate flex play because you had Julio and nobody else was available in your league and you had to pick somebody up and Julio decided to not play at the last minute, fantastic. Pick up Hogan, look for 10 to 12 points and at least, you know, stop the bleeding. All right. And my sleeper, I've already talked about too, is Justin Herbert on the Chargers. Um, 
great week last week against the Chiefs, facing a depleted Panthers team. And, I mean, he scored 24 points last week on his first start ever. I'm not saying he's a quarterback one. That's why he's a sleeper, not a star. But in a two-quarterback league, I think you can easily play him as your quarterback two and he can finish top 20. Boom. All right. Sleepers. Each of us are starting and sits of the week. Our full st- sit and start list is on the website, topshelffantasy.com. Um, we also each picked a fullback as our dart throw this week. Hell yeah. So head over to the to the website, subscribe, let us know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Top Shelf, FNTSY, who picked the better fullback. Yeah, we'll, we'll get a poll up. And if, and if you out. win, we'll put a poll out. if you win with the analyst glass... Uh, that's be a lot of votes, um, yeah, a lot yeah, of glasses. Um, well, there so, will be that, maybe there won't be that many votes. It's anyway. just a little fun little thing we do. We always um, pick something and we're doing a full back. Yeah, we'll send something out to the winner. Yeah, we're the winner. We'll send you something. We are the winner. Well, <laughs> losers, loser, the the three losers here all have the shotgun. Unless everybody gets two eggs, then we get shotgun. Uh, anyway. Eddie Ricard is going to touch them. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I, I have no idea. Maybe, probably. Top shelf fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose.